welcome to the Free Your Heart podcast. I'm your host and heart healer, Ashley Mondor, and I am here to serve as your guide while bringing you nourishing conversations, wisdom, and channeled messages that support your healing journey to wholeness and unconditional love. It's my hope that this podcast and the stories shared with you inspire you, expand you, and align you to the profound understanding of not only who you are, but for what's possible for you as you heal and open your heart. And with that said, I invite you to get comfortable, unclench your jaw, and release any tension you're holding in your body. Now take a deep breath in with love for yourself and for this heart-to-heart connection, and when you're ready, let's dive in. Hello and welcome back. I'm so grateful to have you here. So I wanted to start this off by saying, as you know, I am not a doctor, a therapist, a counselor of any kind. I simply wanted to share my experiences and the things that I've researched to help me move through some things. So background, the past few days, maybe the past week and a half or more, I feel like the passion has been sucked out of my heart. And I feel like it's, I just have a really heavy heart and I don't know if it's the state of the world and the things that are happening or I'm just moving through this cycle because, you know, most of our life is a series of death and rebirth cycles. And so I usually know that when something like this is happening, something new is going to be reborn or birthed through me. So one of the greatest gifts I've given myself is my awareness to how I feel in my body and then not attaching any judgment or negative narrative around how I'm feeling. So I wanted to share that with you because I know I'm not alone. I'm not the only one who goes through these things where I feel like I'm just walking through a void or I feel like heavy hearted. And I wanted to be transparent and vulnerable with you because a lot of people would actually be shocked in me sharing this. They think that I'm happy and positive all the time and that everything is sunshine and rainbows and flowers and all of those beautiful things. But part of being a human is navigating pain and uncertainty and, you know, the things that your brain is telling you and how your body feels. And so I just wanted to be honest because I think the more that I share my shadows, and the more that I bring you on this journey with me, the more permission it is for you to drop into your body and to allow yourself to feel what you're going through without a narrative, without any story that's telling you how you should feel or that there's something wrong with you. So I wanted to share that, right, with the heaviness in my heart and how I typically know that I feel this because I am not like bounding out of bed and I'm not like, oh my God, I'm so excited to be alive today because usually that's my state, right? I have things in place where I stack gratitude every morning and I tell myself all of the beautiful things that I want to hear from other people, but it starts with me first. And so I have these practices and I'm human. Sure, I'm certified as a master NLP practitioner and master life and mindset coach and all these things, but I'm a human and part of our humanity is a gift. So as a gift in being meaning the heaviness that we feel, especially as we're going through these collective changes. So I wanted to share some of the things that helped me because they could help you. Or if anything, it's the connection that we're in this together no matter what. So the first thing is one of the most profound channelers I've ever come across, and you may have heard of him, but he is one of my favorites. His name is Bashar, and Bashar is this 
interdimensional being who was channeled through Daryl Anka and been channeling, I think, for like 38 or 40 years on the planet where they bring in waves of new information that explain in detail how our universe works and how each person can co-create their experience on the planet and to create their reality. And a lot of his information is just it feels like clear waves of truth when you hear them sometimes i have to actually re-listen because my brain can't consciously process what he's sharing but i just love it so much and so one of the things that he taught on which was really powerful is we have to shift our definitions sociologically or we have these definitions of things and we decide that they're truth and so someone asked him about depression and i thought it was a fascinating response and you can take this or leave it always take what resonates with you and leave the rest but i wanted to bring this lens or this perspective around depression because it was really powerful so he shared depression and shifting our definition and reframing it depression is simply the negative perspective of compression which is a natural state when where you know you can't find the answers you seek outside you go within you collapse within into a state where you investigate and examine yourself and come out redefining yourself as a new person. And he shares, it's a marriage state of compression where you find out what beliefs don't serve you and emerging as a truly new person, then you won't experience that sensation as depression, which is the negative side thinking that something must be wrong with you because you feel some type of way. But actually, it's a natural thing to do is to go inside and to find the answers that you're seeking. So the idea of compression and giving yourself that allowance of going within so that you can see what things aren't working for you, what thoughts, what ways of behaving, the way you're in the world, your your stories, your lens, your perspective, and like allowing yourself to just sit with that without telling yourself a story that something is totally wrong with you. And I say this again, I'm not a doctor. If you have depression, I invite you to please seek out a therapist um, or someone who can walk with you through that but the idea of it's kind of like we're lightening the energy around depression when we shift it into compression and the ability to go within. And actually, that's a really healthy thing for you to do is to go into your internal world and sit with yourself and see what comes up and what are the thoughts and what are the beliefs and what's heavy on your heart and what's the stories that you have around these things. So that was a really illuminating thing for me. Outside of that, I wanted to share that you know, today actually I woke up and I just I just sat in bed and I'm like, oh, am I overwhelmed with my life? Do I feel like things aren't happening the way I want them to? Why am I not excited about today being Monday? And I feel a sense of guilt and shame around that because I live a life of freedom. I live a life where I don't have an alarm clock that wakes me up. I wake up when I want to. I work out whenever I want to. I eat what I want to. I work with the most beautiful people on the planet. And I still had these thoughts. So the thing about shame and guilt is while I can feel that, I can also shift it when I feel like I'm in my power. Well, sometimes it takes a little bit for me to shift out of that state. So some of the things that I wanted to share with you that I thought were really helpful based on my research and looking at your neurology and your subconscious mind is there are things that you can do that support you, especially with neurotransmitters. So what are the top 
basically four that we hear about, right? Oxytocin, dopamine, serotonin, and endorphins. They're your happy chemicals, your motivation chemicals. They're the things that I think really ground you in reality so that you can experience more happiness, more bliss, more joy, more compassion. And these are the things that you can do when you're feeling lower states, like lower level energetic states. First, let's talk about oxytocin. So that's the lover bonding hormone and you can get them through things like hugs and kisses and cuddles and massages and sex and orgasms. You can also get them through listening to music or yoga or meditation, sharing a meal with someone you love, spending time with your friends, doing something nice for someone or helping someone else, someone else out, which helps boost your compassion and your empathy. That energy is making the world a better place. You can also pet your dogs, I learned, which is like really fun. Thank God for dogs and unconditional love. So outside of oxytocin, we have dopamine, and this is how you experience pleasure neurologically. I've learned that it's crucial for learning and memory, movement, and our outlook on life. It's also one of the driving forces behind our motivations. So when we look at, you know, ways we can get more dopamine in our life, I've learned that you can consume protein-rich foods, which for me are like legumes, but for others, it's eggs and dairy. There are certain supplements you can take, uh, magnesium and chocolate, which is like so exciting, quality sleep, listening to music, meditation, and then serotonin associated with happiness, focus, and your sense of calm. I learned that 90% of serotonin production actually takes place in your gut through your intestinal cells. How wild is that? That's so cool. And... It means how nutrient-rich is your diet. I mean, how out of whack is our society anyway with food, but how nutrient-rich? Your body uses the amino acid tryptophan to create serotonin, so you can get those things through eggs, cheese, pineapple, salmon. For me, it's nuts and seeds, oats, stuff like that. You can also boost serotonin through aerobic exercise. They say that it takes like 30 minutes a day for five days a week, which I just want to put this out here. When you have a heavy heart, right, and you're feeling darker and you don't feel like yourself, um, it can be really hard to motivate yourself to be like, I'm going to exercise for 30 minutes today and I'm going to do it every freaking day this week. I can't even do that all the time. So the thing that I do is I play like a mental game with myself where like I'm going to set a for five minutes and I'm going to do an exercise. I'm going to do jumping jacks. or I'm going to do something for five minutes. You can do anything for five minutes, right? So for me, what happens is after that five minutes, typically I have more energy. I'm feeling better. I'm feeling more levity. I'm feeling like more motivated. And so when I feel that, I keep going. I'll go for 10 minutes or 20 minutes or 30 minutes. But if I'm not feeling it after five minutes, I'm proud that I even took the time just to move my body. I feel better about myself. And then usually what happens is I'll take myself for a walk later in the day because I have more motivation. Other ways that you can boost serotonin are laughter or one of my most favorites, spending more time in nature. So the thing about nature is, and I believe this, especially with hiking and seeing greenery and all those magical things is nature doesn't take energy away from us. It's this balanced place where you can be all of you, so fully you, so free if you allow yourself to be held by Mother Nature, by Gaia. And when you allow yourself the space to go be in the green and to touch the trees and to smell the oxygen and to see the flowers and the birds and the little critters and you're just there. There's no story. There's no weight. Like, yeah, there's the weight of the world, but You don't have to carry it there for that moment. Another thing that helps me, and I'm processing a lot of like really heavy things in my life, I will go 
on walks because when you are moving forward and you're walking and your body is moving, it actually, I learned this from Dr. Andrew Huberman, it suppresses your amygdala, which means you are more open to processing and to allowing things to flow and you are less in fight, flight, freeze, or fawn because you are moving through time and space, which I thought is, oh my God. And so many times when I've had to like go through a breakup or something is not how I want it to be in my business or when I was back in my nine to five and I was just really angry and bitter and frustrated, walking was my medicine. And so I just wanted to give you these things today because we're not always going to feel light. It's part of the human experience to navigate pain and sorrow and heartache and heartbreak and heaviness and all of that. But there are things that we can do. There are things that can help us shift, even if it's something so little like eating a, a square of chocolate or petting your dog. There are things that you can do today that will help you. And so I wanted to resource you because when we have more resources, we have more tools, we have more options and choices to act from. So I wanted to give those today to have whatever is meant to flow through. We can shift more quickly and it creates this depth within us and it creates this ability to connect with others more deeply because we can hold the pain because we can sit with it, because our emotions are telling us how we're out of alignment and it's the opportunity to shift back into alignment. So if this supports you, I'd love to know and I hope that you got something out of today. So thank you for being with me. If you loved this episode, would you do me a favor and leave me a quick rating or could you share this episode with someone you love? This is super, super helpful for me on my mission to opening more hearts across the world and connecting people back to the truth of their souls. Thank you so much for being with me. 